All right, so welcome Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, we are going to focus on Matthew 19, um, verses 16 through 22. Uh, the title uh, or the topic that we're looking at is, do you want to be perfect? Do you want to be perfect? Um, and we'll be in Matthew 19, 16 through 22. Let us pray. Abba Yah, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for um, those moments where you um, encourage growth, that you encourage love, that you would encourage um, us to to walk in our purpose, Heavenly Father. And we want to be right. We want to be made perfect. Um, and we want to look at that more in the scripture. I thank you for the insight. I thank you for your word. I thank you that it heals. I thank you that it restores. And I thank you that it is um, a solid foundation, that which we can stand on and trust. So we ask that you would lead us and guide us this night. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, we pray. Amen. All right. <clears throat> So, uh, me and Jeremy have been swapping back and forth. So, this is our first swap. Um, last week, he touched on you can't give what you don't have. And uh, it was good. Because uh, you can't share a piece if you don't have it. So, tonight, we are looking at do you want to be perfect? And we're going to look at Matthew chapter 19, uh, verses 16 through 22. And it says, Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? And Yeshua said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me but when the young man heard the saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions so um we are looking at do you want to be perfect um and a couple of things we'll start out in this scripture um is that the young man said in verse 20 all these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? As in, I'm keeping the commandments, but I have a feeling or something is telling me that there, there's more to be done and there's something that's missing. Um, so that the fact that he asked the question, what do I lack? Um, so let's look at perfect. If we go back to Genesis, uh, if we look at Noah, it will be in chapter 6. Yes, 6 and 9. It says, um, this is the genealogy of Noah. 
Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with Yah. Okay, if you flip over to Genesis 17, when Abraham, 17 and 1, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless or perfect. So um, Genesis 6 and 9 and Genesis 17 and 1. Uh, perfect is the Hebrew word tamim. Perfect is the Hebrew word tamim. It means complete, whole, entire, or sound. If you look at some of the other definitions, um, sound, wholesome, unimpaired, innocent, having integrity. Uh, another verse, said, another excuse me, definition says, what is complete or entirely in accord with truth and fact. Okay. So you have Noah classified as a perfect man. You have Yah or Almighty God coming to Abram before he was Abraham and saying, walk before me and be perfect. Okay, walk before me and be completely and entirely in accord with truth and fact. And so then you have the young man who's saying, hey, I'm keeping the commandments. First of all, the question is, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? What good thing? Good is tov, something that, that is functional, something that works. And then he says, no one is good but one. That is God. But if you want to enter into life, the good thing that you need to do is keep the commandments. Okay, and then he says he lists the ones. Okay, I've done this. I've done this. And so then he says, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? The perfection. Um, this perfection is higher than commandment keeping. You know, what can be higher than commandment keeping? And that's when Yeshua says, come and follow me. Mm -hmm. If you want to be perfect, go sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. If you want to be perfect, if you want to be completely in accord with truth and fact, you have to follow Yeshua. So we're going to look at some other verses where it, it's talking about being perfect. Uh, we're going to go to Deuteronomy uh, 32 and 4. Deuteronomy 32 and 4. Well, we'll start at 1. Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching drop as the rain, my speech distill as the dew, as raindrops on the tender herb, as and as showers on the grass. For I proclaim the name of Yah, ascribe greatness to our Elohim. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice, a God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. So the work of Yah is perfect. His work is perfect. Um, 2 Samuel 22. 2 Samuel 22. Verse 33. 2 Samuel 22 and 33. 
I'll be starting 32. 2 Samuel 22, and we'll start in 32. For who is God except the Lord, and who is a rock except our God? God is my strength and power, and he makes my way perfect. He makes my way perfect. He makes my way complete. He makes my way whole. He makes it entire. He makes it sound. He makes it completely in accord with truth and fact. Um, let's go to Psalms and we'll start out in chapter 18. Psalms chapter 18. Psalms chapter 18. Psalms chapter 18, looking at verse 30, and we're just going to kind of be in Psalms for a second. Psalms 18, verse 30. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. Uh, for who is God except our Lord and who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. Um, chapter 19 of Psalms, verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Um, Psalms 101. Psalms 101. 101 and 2. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will, I will not know wickedness. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. Mm. The one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, him I will not endure. My eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. And that was Psalms 101, verse 1 through 6. But it's more than keeping the commandments. Um... Let's see, 138, Psalms 138. Psalms 138. 138 and 8. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Um, Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4 and 18. Proverbs 4 and 18. 
It says, but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines even brighter until the perfect day. And Isaiah 26 and 3. Isaiah 26 and 3. Isaiah 26 and 3. It says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah the Lord is everlasting strength. And mine says Yah right there. Verse 4. Um, let's look at, hold on just a second. All right. Let's look at Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 28. And we're going to be in verse 15. Um, so again, we're coming from Matthew nineteen sixteen through 22. Uh, and there was a young man who asked Yeshua, what does he need to do to um, have life? And he told him, you know, if you want to have life, keep the commandments. And then he said, which ones? And he's saying, well, I've been doing this. I've been doing this. I, I got that chopped. I'm good right there. And but he says, what do I still lack? Where can I advance? Where can I be better? Where can I grow? And, you know, everybody is not focused on growth. Everybody is not, I want to be better. And right. that's okay. And that's okay. It's not like, um, it's not a requirement, uh, I guess. I mean, it depends on who you serve. Because um, it's not a question of do we worship. It's, it's who or what do we worship um so no who you worship may not require growth um but who i worship does and so it's about improving so the the young guy said well what do i lack or where can i advance um obedience is the foundation of discipleship it's the foundation um and we have to ask ourselves if we really want to be in accord with truth or fact okay so ezekiel 28 15 and let's just read it it says you were perfect this is a lamentation for the king of tyree okay you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you okay so Perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. So iniquity does something to, it, it makes imperfection. Iniquity makes imperfection. Okay. Um, iniquity, I don't have the Hebrew word. And no I, okay. That's what, that's what I have. No, I have something else. The iniquity there. I may have wrote it wrong, but it's a 
uh, Ayan, um, Abab, and Alamed. It's something. But iniquity here is injustice, unrighteousness, or wrong. So you were perfect in all your ways until iniquity, unrighteousness, and wrong were, was found in you. Okay? Um, and not that we were born, we were not born perfect. Actually, we were born self-centered. Um, constantly wanting our needs met. Selfishness is genetically woven into us, if you think about it. Um, selfishness is genetically woven into us. And so when we look at the verses in the New Testament, it talks about us being perfected. It talks about um, the work of Christ perfecting us. So if you think of this, you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. So if we were born with imperfections, if we were born with iniquity, the sins from the father passed down, then in order for him to perfect us, in order for us to be perfect, there has to be a process where we agree with Yah to have our iniquity removed. Um, and that's a lifelong process of cooperating with the great physician for our healing. It does not come with um, lip service. It does not come with um, half-hearted obedience because obedience is the foundation to discipleship. And Christ perfected all of it um, when you when you read that. So um, it's some verses on us being perfected. You got some? Okay. John 17. John 17, and we're going to start at verse 20. Let's, would you mind piggybacking, lamb back and back and forth? Like I'm taking that one, you take that one, mm -hmm. keep going. Okay. All right. So, um, John 17, starting at verse 20. I do not pray uh, for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you father are in me and i in you that they may also be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me i have given them that they may be one just as we are one i in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me that was John 17, 20 through 23. That he's in us, we in him, that we may be made perfect. That we may be made in accord with truth and fact. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. Mm -hmm. Then he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities, that mm. the power of Christ may rest upon me. Amen. Um, Galatians 3 and 3. 
um, we'll start three and one. It says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? No, no, you're not being made perfect by the flesh. You're right. being made perfect by the renewing of your minds, by the washing of the water through the word, which Christ is doing on a daily basis if we are cooperating with him. Yeah, he it. is removing the iniquity so we can be perfected. He's not coming back for a bride with spots or blemishes. She will be perfect. The iniquity will not be found in her. That was a veil. Okay. In that, in okay. That, in that. Okay. In that, in that one. Thank you. The other one is a long. Um, Ephesians 4 and 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God into a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hmm. Go ahead and hit 14, yeah. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to keep going? From whom the whole body fitly... Fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Amen. Um, Colossians 1 and 28. Colossians 1 and 28 says, Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Mashiach um, to this end I also labor striving according to his working which works in me mightily and Colossians 4 and 12 I uh, can't say homeboy's name but Ephraim if Okay, there we go. Who is one of you, a bondservant of Christ, greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of Yah. You know what we would have called him. EP, what up? Okay, I agree. EP. (laughs) Are you doing First Thessalonians? Yep. Okay. Go ahead. 1 Thessalonians 3 and 10. Mm-hmm. Or 9. For what thanks can we render to God again for you, for all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our Elohim? Night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Mm. All right. Hebrews. 7 and 19 
<clears throat> Starting at verse 18. For um Yeah. For on the one hand, there is an annulling of the former commandment because of its weakness and unprofitableness. For the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is this bringing in of a better hope through which we draw near to God. Inasmuch as he was not made priest without an oath, for they have become priests without an oath. But he with an oath by him who said to him, the Lord has sworn and he will not relent. You are priests forever according to the order of Melchizedek. So when you see that, that just immediately brings out what must I do to have life, keep the commandments. Okay, I've been doing that. What do I lack? And his response is, if you want to be perfect, sell all you got and come and follow me. Um, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, can I say something? Mm -hmm, absolutely. I don't want to be that side person to tell somebody how to drive their car. Okay, you go ahead, brother. Um, you know, when we look at this, uh, as my wife is kind of centered around the, the young man and his response to um, what he needs to do, and if you think about it, you know, what did he pass up? I mean, he had, mm -hmm. he had a lot of stuff. You know what he passed up? He passed up the ability to walk by the sick and the shadow touch them and they jump up out their chair. That's what Peter did. That's what Paul did. So if he would have went with them, there's a high probability that he would have been doing things that, you know, your wealth and riches can't acquire. You know, that's what he passed up. He could have been on the dream team. Hmm. Like, no, nah, I, I don't want to play. Uh, Hebrews 10. For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the corners thereunto perfect. Hmm. Go ahead. For then when they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscious of sins but in those sacrifices there uh, I'm sorry my Bible's right there. oh I'm sorry but in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins um, and then there was part of the verse. Yes. You're going to pick up an 11. You can pick up an 11. My kids. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, verse 11. Yeah, that's, okay, that's, go that's, ahead. That's safe. Okay. And every priest standeth daily, ministering and, and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Mm -hmm. But this man after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till his enemies he made his footstool. Hmm. For by one offering he hath perfected forever 
them that are sanctified. Mm-hmm. And then, and I don't have that, but there's um, in Hebrews where it talks about that he's able to cleanse your conscience from dead work so you can serve, serve Yah. Um, and we're going to look at follow me um, from Matthew 16 or Matthew 19. I'm sorry. Matthew 19. When in verse 21, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Follow me um, is Akolutheo. Akolutheo, it is G190. So what was that again? Akolutheo. Mm, one more time. Akolutheo. Mm. Okay. To follow one who proceeds, join him as his attendant, accompany him to join one as a disciple, to become or be his disciple or to side with his party. Um, and that's what follow me means in Greek. It is connected. It is connected to first Kings 1921. And it may be connected to some other words, but this is the one that it's connected to. First Kings 1921 says so Elijah turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant so and he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant you look up that word in Hebrew and it's to walk. He walked with him. That's Yalak. And we, we've been looking at that. Yalak, Halak, those words go together. Uh, we looked at Amos 3 and 3 during Torah study. Can two walk together? Can they be in a union? Can they be united? Can they come together unless they agree, assemble, mm-hmm. or meet? Um, so he said, come and follow me, which is connected to first Kings, uh, 1921. And that word is Yalak. It means to walk. Walking. If you look at it, it's a manner of life. It's a, it's, a, it, it's, it's more than just taking a stroll to follow him is to walk with him. And you can't walk with him unless you agree with him or have met him or have started this relationship. Um, Dr. Jennings, uh, Timothy Jennings is a Christian psychiatrist who is a uh, Sabbath keeper and uh, his ministries, Come, Come and Reason Ministries, do a great work for the kingdom. And he talks about the seven levels of moral decision making and the highest level is to be a friend of the most high that's the highest level it goes past you know level four of um walking in obedience and i'm a rule keeper rule keeper rule keeper by the time you hit level five you're able to love someone else you know you're you're doing you're literally doing it out of love when you hit six, you understand the ramifications and how it works with the, the design law of Yah. 
Um, and then when you get to level seven, you're an understanding friend. So um, obedience is the foundation of discipleship. And he's getting wanting us to come to a place where we're an understanding friend. We understand that these things work by design. And it's not just I did it here or I, I my TV's not on or I didn't do this or do. It's not about just doing the rules he wants you to be an understanding friend like truly understand what i'm saying in regards to why i designed it and how i designed it like i did but that requires that you are able to think and reason on your own that it's not always do it just like this, do it just like that, snip it just like that, Z D just that long, head covering just that size, skirt. Just, it's not like you're just keeping rules mm-hmm. and you haven't come into an understanding friendship, but that's like a lifelong process. That's not easy. Straight out of that. Because he's removing the iniquity. He's perfecting you by removing the iniquity. See, the other creation, like they were perfect when they were created and they messed up because iniquity was found in him. He didn't make us perfect. If you look at that, uh, dirt, straight out of the dirt. And it wasn't perfect. It was good, but it wasn't perfect because he'll always be removing the iniquity that we pass on to our children that's been passed on to us. But that's a good thing to have him working on us like that. Um, the blood of Christ has the ability to cleanse our conscience if we choose to cooperate with the great physician for our healing the love of Yah never fails his love cleanses and redeems his love renews his love sets free it requires both humility and courage to stand in the fire and power of his love it is there that he removes the iniquity from our hearts and minds It is in our best interest to let the great physician be great within and through us. We must come like Manasseh and bow the knee of our hearts. And I don't think everybody has this, but if you do, it is the prayer of Manasseh, king of Judah, when he was holding captive in Babylon. It says, O Lord, almighty God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and of their righteous seed, who has made heaven and earth with all the ornament thereof, who has bound the sea by the word of thy commandment, who has shut up the deep and sealed it by the terrible and glorious name, whom all men fear and tremble before thy power, for the majesty of thy glory cannot be borne, and thy anger threatening towards sinners is importable. But thy merciful promise is unmeasurable and unsearchable. For thou art the most high Lord of great compassion, long suffering, very merciful, and repentance of the evils of men. Thou, O Lord, according to thy great goodness, has promised repentance and forgiveness to them that have sinned against thee. And of thine infinite mercies hath appointed repentance unto sinners, that they may be saved. Thou therefore, O Lord, thou art the God of the just, has not appointed repentance, has not appointed repentance to the just, as to Abraham, 
and Isaac and Jacob, which have not sinned against thee, but thou hast appointed repentance unto me, for I am a sinner, for I have sinned above the number of the sands of the sea. My transgressions, O Lord, are multiplied. My transgressions are multiplied, and I am not worthy to behold and see the height of heaven for the multitude of mine iniquities. I am bowed down with many iron bands that I cannot lift up mine head. Neither have any release, for I have provoked thy wrath and done evil before thee. I did not thy will, neither kept I thy commandments. I have set up abominations and have multiplied offenses. Now, therefore, I bow the knee of mine heart, beseeching thee of grace. I have sinned, O Lord, I have sinned, and I acknowledge mine iniquities. Wherefore, I humbly beseech thee, forgive me, O Lord, forgive me, and destroy me not with mine iniquities. Be not angry with me forever for reserving evil for me, by reserving evil for me. Neither condemn me into the lower parts of the earth, for thou art the God, even the God of them that repent. Mm -hmm. And in me thou wilt show all thy goodness, for thou wilt save me, that am unworthy according to thy great mercy therefore i will praise thee forever all the days of my life and for all the powers of the heavens do praise thee and thine is the glory forever and ever amen we must bow the knee of our heart and acknowledge our iniquities and allow him to perfect us so as yeshua said We'll go. We'll end there. We'll read it one more time. Matthew 19, starting at verse 16. Now behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones? Yeshua said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? Yeshua said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have give to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven and come follow me but when the young man heard the saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions so, that is our study for tonight jeremy will you close us in prayer <coughs> unless you have something you're free to talk you're more than welcome to use my card <laughs> Um, no, it's possible when uh, Yahshua was given a list of the commandments that all of those are the ones that deal with, you know, um, man, your neighbor. And it kind of dawned on me that, you know, I think we all kind of fit the, the young ruler's scenario is that you know, how do you love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, your might? 
and um, the come and follow me is is your you know course and loving him like you know like we we all are probably um, not right in that area you know we maybe you do treat people right you're respectful to people and you you know, and you don't talk about them behind their back and, and do all these different things. Um, but, you know, maybe Yahshua is going to show him how, you know, those first four, which is everything to do with Yah. And um, we fall in that same boat. We fall in that exact same boat. But, you know, we live in a time where people don't even care about the those six. Okay. You're closing in prayer. Me? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let us pray. Abba Yah, we thank you uh, for your word. Um, Father, we ask that you would show us what we lack. Um, and that we would be willing to uh, leave everything behind. Um, our will, uh, our emotions, our feelings, our thoughts. And that we would be able to follow you. As you said, come and follow me. That we would be able to walk with you. That we would be able to um, just bow in complete surrender uh, to your purpose, to your will. That we would be able to grow in you. Um, that we would love our neighbor. That we would uh, cleave to that foundation. Uh, we know that... Yeshua is a cornerstone, but cleaving to the foundation and having an understanding and, and grow into a friendship um, that just supersedes checklists, that supersedes to-do boxes, that it is like we understand this friendship, this relationship, and that we are willing participants in uh, your design, that we respect and love your design, that we respect and love you. Uh, and that we want to grow and we want to be perfected in a way that brings you glory and this is the only way um, not by things from man not by uh, words from man not by man's thoughts not by man's glory like it's only going to come through you so we ask uh, that you would show us what we still lack and that we would be brave enough uh, to lay our everything down and to take up your wisdom, your understanding, your self-control, your joy, your peace, your love, um, your long-suffering, your mercy. Um, and we thank you for this day and we thank you for your word. Uh, we ask that you would cleanse us by your word uh, and that we would um, allow you to work, that we would cooperate with you on a daily basis. So we thank you for this day. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, we pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. Jeremy is up next week. Shalom, shalom.